Welcome to Beer and a Movie, the podcast where we combine two of the greatest art forms known to humanity, beer and movies, sometimes achieving outstanding pairings and other times giving ourselves the opportunity to watch the terrible taste of failure from our mouths. I am one of your illustrious co-hosts, Carlos Cooper, with me as always. Joe Hilliard. And Dave Gurney. And we are going to go as fast-paced as the films that we are talking about today and I'm just cracking get this straight open as into as it. Woo! I found myself at uh, the liquor store looking specifically for horror-themed beers this week. Something that might go along with our two films that we're doing, or maybe something next week and our last week. Next week would be our last week of all horror October. Sad to think we're that close to the end. Oh, it went by fast, didn't it? But I'm super excited about tonight's films. Uh, I settled on something from... I had it all figured out, too. Jolly Pumpkin. Jolly Pumpkin is the brewery. Uh, they Perfect are out Italian of for Michigan. Dexter, there it is. Dexter, Michigan. October. Yeah. Getting that Jolly Pumpkin now, in there. Jolly Love Pumpkin it. alone, just the name of the brewery alone, fits in with the first film that we'll be discussing tonight because a pumpkin, of course, is very uh, indicative of what we're doing. But this beer, the can art, is perfect bottle art. It is a pumpkin grinning, much like a very famous pumpkin that we might discuss here in just a little while. But this pumpkin's wearing a Santa hat. And since I called all horror October, October, our Christmas. This is Jolly Pumpkins, one of their seasonal Christmas beers. We're getting it two months early, boys. It's called Noel de Calabaza, or Pumpkin Christmas. Um, it is a bourbon barrel aged 11.3 ABV special ale. I'll read the back. The beautiful mahogany hue is just a peek into the deep, nutty, complex palette that lies within this holiday package. Notes of candied pecans, truffles, sugar plums, and spiced fruit cake shine through the silky <laughs> body, boasting of caramel malts and delicately brewed hops. So I'm not familiar with Jolly Pumpkin, although uh, just a little bit of research dictates that they're like the Michigan version of Jester King and that they really do a lot of sour ales, spontaneous fermentations, just like we know uh, our, our good Austin brewery does. So, uh, and, and our liquor store had 20 different, you know, they have been, they have been getting from. a lot so, from them recently. Uh, I'm, 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 and it's the first time for the show. So all of those things, good pairing, I think. Yeah. Potentially, yes. I said 11.3 ABV, right? Okay. You did. You did. <laughs> um, oh, it's got a boozy nose. Yeah. it's it, and, and a sour one, too. Like, you can definitely tell it's going to be a farmhouse uh, experience in your mouth. Lots of complexity. Okay. You're right. Yeah. Uh, which, not, you know, not too much from, fruitcake, let's hope. <laughs> even from the description you would have expected. Ooh. But um, we'll see how, how good of a pairing. Definitely iconographically, right? In the sense yeah. of the pumpkin, the, the iconic pumpkin of the opening of, of the Halloween films, typically. What? Uh, oh, oh, oh. You, oh, you gave oh, it to us. Hey, oh. dude, we're in there, right? We are, of course. <laughs> of course talking about the 2021 release halloween kills uh make, make the, one a splash at the box office the 12th installment in the halloween universe halloween what do we call it at the, the halloweeniverse the ha- 
Something. The Halloween franchise. Halloween or... franchise. Because it's all disjointed. We talked about this. Past episodes, folks. Episode Go back. 19. Episode 19. And then we... Did we ever talk in another episode about the... The later one? Episode 19 was the Halloween from 2018. And the first one. And the first one. And the Rob Zombie. uh, And us kind of talking generally about Halloween. Yes. So we've covered this this terrain. Pink Cat was on that episode, wasn't he? Yes. Yes. For his hot take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I I would also like to mention that for all horror October now, having done it two years in a row, this is the fourth and final slasher that we all would say might be on the Mount Rushmore of that occupation. Occupation? Uh, we did, of course, Freddy and Jason last year. We did Leatherface last week. Right. Yeah. And today, Michael Myers uh, cements himself. So for our canon, this is an important evening. Yeah. 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 Our, yeah. our All Horror October mm-hmm. programming. Yes. It's it's an important you know stone to set into this uh, magnificent jewelry that is the All Horror October well, I series. Ha- I was happy yeah. to get back to the theater. I hadn't been to the theater in several weeks because the selections that we all had were mostly streaming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, David, what on earth could the 12th installment in this franchise be about? <laughs> well, we've set it up, folks, right? We In 2018, go back and listen to episode 19 from us if you need the recap. But in 2018, we kind of imagine the franchise 40 years into the future, as if nothing had happened after that first film, 1970, set in 1978. We jump forward 40 years in time to Haddonfield, Illinois in 2018. Uh, Laurie Strode is still around, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. Back, you know, she's been back numerous times throughout the franchise history. But you want to know an interesting fact about her and her please. portrayal of this character? She has now played Laurie Strode in six different decades. Well done. Really? Is that possible? Seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and two thousand tens. Cheers to Jamie Lee Curtis. That oh, is sure. something that. Few actors can uh, ever make the claim to. That's sure. amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, so Laurie Strode was back in 2018, um, but with a much more intentional um, ability to meet the challenge, supposedly, right? We think, because that film, spoilers, folks, effectively ends with Myers trapped in a basement in a after having been type wounded in a way that would be mortal for, for most and has been set ablaze with him trapped down there. It's done, folks. Ironclad. Shut case. We're never going to hear from this guy again. The 11th never. installment. Oh, oh! Made a lot of money. <laughs> it's the biggest really, it was the biggest opening weekend in, in, in any kind of Michael Myers. The highest thing. grossing slasher 80, 80 film. 80 million. Or, or the biggest, most profitable slasher film of all time, whether or not it was a big... 80 million opening back yeah, in 2018. Yeah. So... Of course they're going to make another one, right? So David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, who had been behind this reimagining of the continuation of the franchise, um, that was blessed by Carpenter, right? Carpenter did a new soundtrack for it. he came on as EP. Yeah. Uh, I I think he is an executive producer. Yeah, one of them. A vanity, you know, credit more than anything. Um, So anyway, we, we of course, have 2021's Halloween Kills, which literally picks up... Minutes. Not even, but not even. It even retraces, right. backtraces. Yeah. So, w- Did, uh, didn't I tell you that you didn't need to rewatch 2018 to see this one? Because <laughs> you're going to see parts of it again, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, that that's true actually. But it does it in ways that don't feel redundant or just repeating it. It's adding new elements. It's giving you different perspective. It's 
Yeah. It it does. But it does. So no, you're right. We'll, we'll, it still felt a little redundant. Well, me. we can talk about that. That especially, I guess, especially but, one of them. I'll talk about. Um. That. So you have them, and we're kind of seeing the events of that same night where Michael Myers returns continued into later, even later into the night, as the town sort of becomes aware of the killing spree and starts to react to it and essentially try to hunt Michael Myers, right? Evil will die tonight. Evil dies 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 tonight. 15 minutes later. Evil dies tonight. I fucking heard you. I heard you 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Does evil die tonight? Um, And I, I would like to... Are you done, David? I'd like to add. That's that's enough of a David, setup. Are you done yet? Are you yeah, done? Up, Come dude. on, folks. No, don't know throw the your drill. beer at me. Just be finished. Um, <laughs> the also thing that I thought was really fun to see. I don't know if it was executed properly toward the end, but fun to see were cameos and uh, characters, the really random characters that came back from, like you said, the original Halloween. We see Tommy. All grown up, the boy, of course, that Laurie Strode was babysitting that night, right. not played by Paul a recast Rudd, which may have been a little bit better. And then we also he was saw, approached, but it was busy. I imagine busy uh, being ageless and handsome. Yeah, and <laughs> and in the Marvel, and Marvel takes up a lot of your time. Yeah, um, he's barely in it. The nurse he's that Ant Man; those are his films. Yeah. The nurse that was in the car with Loomis when they approach the uh, the state school where mm-hmm. Michael Myers uh-huh. was back in seventy eight. And Michael Myers gets on the car famously and then yeah. breaks open the passenger side window with his hand. Mm-hmm. That nurse is back. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Lonnie. Sorry? That Lonnie. kid Lonnie. Yeah. And, uh, There's like right. a footnote in the movie. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, but that's... I Tommy's love, bully is back. I love yeah. that they went back and they found those little That's what nuggets. I'm saying. There's that's a lot, fun. That's fun. There's a lot of fun in this movie from the Halloween milieu from the Halloween story. I mean, they worked is... really hard to make it fun and uh, I think giving reward to Halloween fans. That was apparent in the first one that they did in 2018. I definitely saw it here again. And in ways that I thought, wow, they've already mined that. I don't even want them going back. But they did it in such fun ways that I was actually pretty pretty happy with most of what they did. And I like yeah. the new stuff they brought in, right? The couple living in the Myers family home. I thought was great. You're rolling your eyes already. What the hell, man? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, there's going to be some hot takes. Do you takes really dislike the, some hot the, takes. I enjoyed oh, those characters I thought they very were much, great. too. I love that. Uh, Michael is McDonald is one of the actors. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny. Well, that's, you know, he was on Mad TV. He is yeah, Norm McDonald's no, brother. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recognized he, he, him instantly. Yeah. I just he was, he's one of those guys he pops whose in name I never weird knew. Movies, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. You yeah, know? no. I, so I, mean, I saw Michael My- or I saw Michael McDonald in the credits. And you were thinking, and I was oh, like, keep okay, forgetting? S- we're, yeah. So since this is not on video, you didn't see the big spill. You didn't see Carlos roll his eyes. I think I know where we might be headed, David. But <laughs> I do would like to talk about some of the things I really liked about this movie. Okay. Um I enjoyed the flashback scenes back to 1978. Give me some Donald Pleasance. Uh, I, All the Donald Pleasance you can fit in there. He's CGI dead, it. Yeah, he's yeah, dead. But that's why I want him in there. I enjoyed... Loomis. You gotta have Loomis. I enjoyed what seemed to be painstaking care given to the cinematography from the original film that was duplicated mm. here. The look, the feel. It felt like you might have been watching some lost footage from yeah. that time. And I enjoyed that very, very much. I enjoyed the redemption of the Cameron character who was an asshole yeah. in 2018 to Allison, sure. Laurie Strode's granddaughter. I enjoyed those characters coming back. I enjoyed those family dynamics. 
and how they play out. The father is killed by Michael Myers. There's not a lot of time to grieve because Michael Myers is still on the loose. But I enjoyed some of those family dynamics. I enjoyed the emergence of Allison, the granddaughter, as a more instrumental character in the action. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed many, many, many of the kills in this. In this, because why are we watching horror movies? It's one of two reasons. Well, it's, or one suspense. slashers, especially yeah. slashers. Yeah, yeah. but you know, suspense. to see gore and gruesome content, perhaps, and also maybe to see to some see compelling stories, to see some, yeah. th- to see f- them figure out like new ways to, you know, like do the kill, do what we've the- seen a thousand yeah. times prior yeah. in a thousand different films. For I th- sure. enjoyed some of the kills here. I enjoyed Michael's brutality. I enjoyed the fluorescent bulb kill. I enjoyed that shit was crazy. I enjoyed a lot of this movie. I, I enjoyed the casting, and I mean. The the actors in this, uh, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are kind of, you know, cards on the table are two of my favorites. Like, I just, the stuff that these guys have done over their career, along with Jody Hill and Ben Best, rest in peace, even though he was um, not a, affiliated with them, I think, in more recent projects. Uh, I mean, they're just funny, but also can be thoughtful and clearly pay a lot of attention to the films that have come before them. There's a reverence to the Carpenter, you know, uh, you know, template that was created, but I don't think it's such a loyal and slavishly loyal kind of template following that they do that 12, makes it... 12 films in, you got to make some changes. Bad? Yeah. yeah. I think the direction that they take this one was a totally appropriate one, especially for this mid part of this story arc that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... You're talking about a trilogy, there's one more coming out of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, a trilogy, technically, I guess. Right, because you're going to include Here, the first oh, yeah, one. Yeah, include 78. Yeah, even though they didn't get to make that. I get it, yeah. That, but uh, I, I don't know. To me, this was a really fun one that I was... I didn't think I was going to be as impressed by as I was. Part of it may have been I'm at the theater again. You already pointed that out, Joe. This is we had gone to see a few in the summer, kind of tailed off because there wasn't that quality of content enticing us in yeah. the same way. But Halloween Kills was a great theater experience and highly anticipated. E- highly anticipated that it would be a great or, or like highly by, anticipated. By, uh, the film by us yeah, as we've been yeah, looking yeah, forward yeah. to it yeah. for a long time. Um, so it was it was a fun night or afternoon at the movies. It was. I I had fun watching this movie. It was fun. Good. I don't think it holds up to scrutiny super well. I think it's like, um, you know, as long as you don't think about it, it's great. Uh, what, now, do you, from what standpoint? I'm curious. So... I mean, I do have a, I have, a, I have a few issues with it, but <laughs> I can't believe I'm not involved in this conversation yet because that's well, c- come on in. No, well, I'm just saying, if, if as long as you don't think about it, it is a fun time. Are we going to get yeah. hung up on rules and stuff? No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, no, good. All right, good. I, I was like, because if you're going to not even it, rules, it, okay, it's, it's okay. not rules. I mean, I and look, this is like purely a preference thing. It has nothing to do with like how well any of it was executed because I think it was executed as well as it could have been. But I didn't particularly love the Hawkins backstory of him like stopping Loomis from killing Michael. I just thought it was unnecessary, and I didn't. It's setting up for that ending. That, sure, that, yeah. and I mean, hope, hopefully, there's going to be stuff like that. Hopefully, it pays in, off. And it but will. but again, like we've talked about this before with other films, I don't like, and which is probably my aversion to the Marvel universe is I don't like watching a movie that's setting me up for another movie. I want the movie to work. completely on its own as an isolated piece of work Mm. even if it is fitting into a larger story which like obviously this is um stuff like that just kind of annoys me because it's like why are you 
I don't know. And it, which again is a preference thing. It mm. it isn't that the movie wasn't done well or that they didn't do that part well. I mean, they did it as well as they could have if that's the direction you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um I did not like Big John Little John at all. Why? I thought it was so weird that they kept calling each other Big John and Little John. Oh, I did but do you know that's like a reference to a television a kid's television show from the 70s not at all okay the, so <laughs> so I, without me understanding that reference, it doesn't work I, th- yeah. I think like the age of the guys it's like a thing they share from their past i think i okay. think it's like i found them super relatable like them chilling I liked, at home i like totally what it's like chilling at home for me like it yeah. was like a night well, especially at home with the Aaron, record guy the yeah, record you know. the you know the dancing the yeah uh, it's, no it and and I, yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine about this about this earlier today uh she saw me um share devin had posted he had gotten his halloween kill soundtrack in and i shared his post about it and she asked if i had seen it and we you know we were talking about different things and that came up and i said she said she loved them because i asked her how she felt about it i've been very interested in how people felt about that particular part Uh uh-huh because i had such an aversion to it and she said she loved them, and I was like, "Yeah, I liked them until the Marco Polo back and forth, Big John, Little John thing." Oh. And I assumed that both of their names were John, and that's well, and why that they were may doing be, that. but it's also and something so, and that so, would be in their past. But, yeah, but but to me, maybe it's because of my upbringing or whatever. But like, you know, like my cousin Ricky was a junior, uh-huh. and they didn't call him Junior; they called him Little Ricky. And the dad, Big Rick, or Big Ricky, or whatever. And so okay. to me, it's like a father-son distinction when you're a junior and a senior. And so them both call, them well, calling each other kind, Big John, Little John. But that kind of ties John. in. There's, there's and, a daddy-son relationship thing that goes on with some couples. And yeah. I'm not going to judge. I don't know. It, I, I th- it's I thought, like mommy, kid. I, I, don't, I, see, I don't I'm like that gonna, shit either. I'm not going to kink shame. Me, I mean, I don't know. It just was it was slightly off-putting to me. It's not my thing. And... I don't know. Big Dave, and, little Aaron. Uh, <laughs> and oh so, God, no! Th- quite the reverse. So <laughs> big Aaron. Yeah, 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 didn't 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 love that part, but didn't small point. But, but, it, I it, but it didn't ruin it for me either. I've already talked longer about it than its significance requires. <laughs> you know, but I just I'm sorry because I did find it to be like a nice bit of comic relief peppered throughout, and I like those two guys. I thought that they they were funny together. And, yeah, yeah. Anyway, for, for some reason, Big John, something about his face I found off putting. I just the look of him turned well, me. He's off. kind of a scuzzy guy, yeah, but he plays scuzzy like characters. It. And I can't, but I like that he was. He's in yeah. the Righteous Gemstones. You should I know, watch I know, that. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah. And but but he wasn't supposed to be scuzzy in this one. And anybody no. who wears a robe like that just around the house it's upsets scuzzy. me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. It's uh, okay. Uh, but the, the film was great. And Michael Hall, how'd you feel about Tommy? Tommy's I'm so a big glad figure. You asked, okay. Because this is my biggest point of contention. Okay. Go ahead. He's always sweaty. I have a clip prepared to help you explain or to help explain, help me explain to you why I had a hard time with this character. So let's watch this clip. I'm recording. Look, this dude doesn't show up. We're definitely going to Applebee's, right? Because I'm getting in a fight no matter what. Look, you show. Oh, check him out. What's up, dude? No backup today? Huh? Looks like Grandpa and Weirdo couldn't show up to get their teeth knocked out, huh? Can I ask you a question? Are you perpetually on your way to the gym? Dude, my life is a gym! Well, what's up? 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 What's up?
So that's what I saw the entire film was Anthony Michael Hall's character from Community <laughs> that is trying to get in a fight with Jeff Winger. Okay. And he was like this overly macho, just ridiculous. I mean, the, his opening line in that scene is, if this guy doesn't show up, we're going to Applebee's because no matter what, I'm getting in a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and, a funny line. And to me... He, I was distracted the entire time by the Anthony Michael Hall of him. The, to me, he oh, was playing hmm. the same character in Halloween Kills that he was in Community. And like he shows him. up I again in Community. Him. And I just found him to be goofy. And I think, I think this... This helps me arrive to the reason why this movie is a six and not a nine for me, or like a five instead of a nine, Mm. is because I just don't know that they can decide what this movie is. Is it like a serious horror movie that has a message about like the state of our current society or whatever? Mob mentality. Or is it just full-blown camp? romp start to finish i I don't i don't i I don't feel the camp as much as see that to me that's camp big john little john is playing a community clip that that could potentially in juxtaposition with it make it camp but that's not something that every viewer is going to come to this with no but i honestly joe was saying he was thinking about the anthony michael hallness of it all i was thinking the opposite i was thinking it's funny for me anthony michael hall is the guy from the early 80s who was in the the john hughes films he does not look like that anymore no and Mm -hmm. so and then and i know he's done work between but i don't watch cbs dramas so i don't see too much of him well hold on (laughs) Shade. I'm just, uh, but I'm but saying I get what you're saying. But yeah. Kylie did not. I showed Kylie this clip before we were before you guys got here. Mm-hmm. She did not remember him from this, okay. but she also found his performance somewhat distracting. And so, I mean, certainly not everybody's going to remember sure. this random right can't kind of guest mm-hmm. star appearance yeah. on Community. He also is. He also guests or he doesn't guest star. He becomes like a cast member of Psych, uh, oh. where he's like the new police chief. And he, again, plays the same kind of like overly macho, uh, red in the face kind of guy. Well, that's kind of what he is. I mean, I I get that. Yeah. But he obtained a certain size and a certain complexion and 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 you're kind of typecast. Sure. Uh, But I don't know. For me, he does not work in that role. A different in actor a serious with the same way. script. Hold on, a different actor with the same script. You might have enjoyed. How did the you film feel about more? Longstreet as Lonnie? I don't know who that person is. The, the guy actor. playing Lonnie. Well, yeah, I don't know who that actor. How is. did you feel? Did about not mind. Him? I liked him a lot. I yeah. lo- he's I great. He was good. You should check out more of his work. He is a fantastic actor. Actually, I, th- I've I seen thought some I stuff. thought he was good. I mean, he didn't. Um, do anything that made me leaving the theater going, man, the guy that played Lonnie really just knocked mm-hmm. my socks off. No, out. but he has some nice moments in the he bar. Does. He, he does. He, yeah. he reacts in the, bar the right sure. way to the puppet yeah. uh, act that's going yeah. on. I don't know. There were lots of little moments. Now, I never got the camp, though. I get the humor. They do inject, interject humor. That is a... It, that's totally appropriate to, to the this. subgenre. Yeah. That's totally part of the slasher film as we expect little moments of, of comic levity to kind of break it up and punctuate it. And McBride and Green are funny guys. They are funny. Who can interject some funny little moments. Well, but I, like I never the kid and the But I never feel like the violence they're treating that way. There are moments mm, where it kind of I was gonna say the violence was very camp to me too at times. I don't know. Specifically him effortlessly 
uh, massacring swaths of people at one time. Yeah. Well, the, Starting but then with they the get, firefighters. If anything, I the, thought you were going to say that they went and got overly dramatic with it. the way that they put together that final sequence of him rising up against the mob. It's so predictable. It makes down. it comes to camp. It well, no, campy. no, no. But I'm saying it was like the way it was shot. It was all very, it was very tight close ups, lots of like, you know, the dramatic score. And it was all, was it slow motion? It was, I mean, I think so. I just remember it being like very unphysical in a weird way towards the end where all of the other sequences with him, like I thought the the sequence with him and the firefighters coming out of the house actually helped paid the price of doing such a cheap gimmick of letting him get out of the house that I loved it. I mean, I just watching him destroy those firefighters with the flames behind him, right. like kind of yeah. some POV shots. Of it was just some great cinematography, great fight house. choreography. It was good. Yeah, put, I mean, but, but I don't want fight choreography from Michael Myers. In limited degrees. Well, there but has actually, to be when I it's twelve it. on one. You're gonna have. They're, but, they're gonna have to show how but, he gets out of that situation. But and, yeah, you're right. You don't want it to be a Jackie Chan movie. Well, yeah, which he was. It doesn't which go it there. Was, it does. Well, a little it bit. does go there. Uh, I mean, but also think to what they start. They start developing his character more in this movie, which I like. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. But one of the things Through exposition that and action. Yeah. One of the things that they talk about specifically in developing his character was that Michael's just trying to come home. And there's like this right. thing yeah. with him staring at himself in the window, which I'm sure is going to pay off in the next film. Another thing that they're setting up for later. Mm-hmm. Um, but if all he wants is to get home, wouldn't he go out the back door? Like it, it just seems like if that's his objective, then, then you would be taking the, the path to least resistance By and you wouldn't be there. fighting 12 people. He wouldn't be murdering some random couple at their home. Uh, he wouldn't be putting himself. Well, that was on his way there. <laughs> but he didn't have to go inside their house. He didn't have Google Maps for <laughs> the shortest know, distance. What if, okay, he could have walked then, by he, their what, house Where was he? He was in the bathroom. Michael Myers has to take a leak. He is of human, human flesh. So let me rebut a couple of things. I don't mind the Empire Strikes Backedness of all. Is the filmmaker maybe a deuce because pee you could do outside. You could do well, a deuce We never see him too, eat, but we know he eats yeah, a dog. Yeah, but not in a neighborhood. <laughs> Come on, it's Haddonfield, Illinois. Right. Sorry, Joko. It's fine. I don't mind the Empire Strikes back and we're watching the second of a third thing the filmmakers have the advantage of knowing what the full arc is and i do believe you're right david and we can probably say it again and again if as we continue here it's all going to pay off it's all moving towards something but empire strikes back gives us a the revelation that darth vader is his father luke there's loses, some kind of closure at luke the loses his hand mm-hmm. han is uh, uh frozen in carbonite what are the payoffs here okay uh judy greer dies don't care i Potentially. Liked, i liked that that was a, a potential. That was right. a that was a ballsy move. She's I'm curious how they sure. play that. I'm curious how they play that. If, she, if she's not dead, That's I'm the, gonna be fucking pissed. Who's narrating that, Lori, from the hospital? Is this Lori projecting and imagining this outcome for it that's going to happen? That would be weak as fuck. Uh, I'm just saying. Kind of I'm not also, Lori's all of Lori's dialogue. What have you learned can't. from watching horror franchises all these years, years, Carlos? It's like, but listen, that, but that's why I, is, that's why I liked them killing Judy. This Greer is so the much part because that makes me feel okay about being a horror fan is because there is a soap opera aspect to these things, and it's always about like what twist can we get away with, what can't we get away with, what's going too far with the character, what relationship can you introduce that the audience will will accept. And mm-hmm. I kind of love it. When we get but, into the melody. Drama but if it. Judy Greer doesn't die, then really they are saying unabashedly and definitively there are no stakes in these movies. No, and okay. there has to be stakes. I'm, you know, I'm just throwing that out there because I, 
However, I, I, in a film look, ends, I always feel like there's always a f- potential falseness to it in these horror sure, films. Sure, and I I don't begrudge you that, and I don't begrudge the genre of that, especially when it comes to our main villain. I think that you need to have that kind of skepticism because obviously they're going to make more movies and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the things that make that what makes movies suspenseful is that they're stakes. And if they let yeah. if they let Judy Greer's character off the hook in this case, yeah. then they're saying there are no stakes. It doesn't matter whatever happens. We're gonna find a way to retcon it or a way unless to, there's a great so, explanation. There's an <laughs> unrequited so, romance you know. between Laurie Strode and uh, Officer Hawkins. Yeah. Also, whose career in forty years has not advanced one bit? He is in the exact same <laughs> that, job he was that, in in nineteen seventy. That, that's that a story that many people will relate beginning. to readily. Okay, so, <laughs> so what do we get? We get, okay, so we have to repeat that there are only three films now in the Hollywood franchise according to this universe. Yeah, the Halloween so, franchise. What did Hollywood. I say? Hollywood. The Hollywood, yeah. Thank the you. Hollywood Halloween franchise. Ha- has Halloween films. has three films now 78, 2018, this one, with a fourth to come. I did enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis attempting, because Jamie Lee Curtis is out of commission in this film. Remember, she got stabbed like five minutes ago. You yeah. know, yeah. emergency surgery. She's not. Thank God, there's no adrenaline shots that gets her into some John Wick action. That that would have been. She stupid. does take some drugs, and, and she sure. does yeah. actually. But she's yeah. mostly in the hospital next to Hawkins, and they're ruminating. They're they're discussing all of it. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis attempts to put forth that he is a supernatural presence, and then with every kill, he becomes this stronger thing. And Hawkins says, No, 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 no. He's a six year old that's super strong, an adult but a six-year-old mentality, and all he wants to do is go home. I appreciated that aspect of it. It's setting up the rules, your favorite word, David. It's setting up what can and cannot happen. There are some supernatural elements, because if he is only human, he gets shot this like guy 17 is times. shot and stabbed, and his I, body is But punctured. I love that. But love, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. to a pole. Yeah, okay. And yes, he only walks, and anyone that run could get away from him. Okay, 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 okay. But... Oh no, did I lose my train of thought? I did. You were talking about them sitting uh, in the room together. Lori is at a commission. That is the one Empire Strikes Back moment of this where we're developing the story for the next chapter that I really, really did enjoy. The thing I didn't enjoy is this social commentary that's put onto it where we're now, it's kind of a modern, modern notion of mob mentality going after things without a lot of supportable facts or proof or even mm-hmm. fake news because they go after a, a fellow inmate that was also sprung from the bus in this the, hospital scene. The only well, the hospital is now the town center during yeah. this mob. There are dumb parts to this movie. Sure. Dumb. Sure. And I don't mean dumb like it's just a horror movie because they're trying so hard for this to be something exceptional and they're just this one, not the last one, and I hope not the next one. And I bet we do review the next one on this show. 100%. Uh, Hall- Halloween Ends. <laughs> Is that I what it's called? Hope, Halloween Ends? Yeah. I, I hope it gets all sewn together in a way. I do not believe the mob would go after a murderer that killed three people 40 years ago because the mob doesn't know what's happened earlier that night only our characters do but the mob but what do you mean that's all that's happened michael myos killed three people in 1978 and then was put away for no, 40 but then years he's been killing people that night and most of the people are there with they, when they were at the bar they did not know what was going on that night no at the but beginning. No, they transpired since yeah 
They found out between at the bar, Joe, you you might have there would not be a torch held for forty years for a guy that killed three people forty years ago and is safely put away to our no, knowledge. But they so, know he's they know he's they, out and been killing people. They, they and don't of, know that at the reunion at the bar. There's they a do. support oh, group no, put they, together. No, they find out at the bar towards at the, the end. bar. They found out, but they needed a support group. For a guy that got that killed, they they collected a nurse that had nothing to do with Haddonville. They for 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 Haddon killing killed. whatever it is three people killed oh, forty I, years I guess ago. I, th- I, See, okay, I got really that, confused in what you were saying, but I I don't on. understand that hang up at all. The, I under, the I thought that, you were saying that, that they have this support group makes total sense. Yeah, where where I think you are onto something. I don't think it does, but okay. Yeah, I think it does. I you, mean, that's you a think, that's you a very traumatic experience for a child when you were a kid. And your babysitter f- was killed, and you're, okay, you're not going to get together with people who have that. I'm fucked up because of that. The boogeyman is real. I'm fucked up. Yeah. I'm going to go out of my way to find a peripheral nurse that was in a car with Loomis in a city that has nothing to do with where I live and bring her here. Dude, that would that, that would have been like no the biggest sense. story of and their lives. Rules. They would have known all narrative. the players. No, 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 I was no. abducted at gunpoint, no, no, and Joe, I'm Joe, not going Joe, to. Joe, step back. Step back. <laughs> no, it's if, dumb. Okay. It's dumb. You're seven years old. You you're like almost assaulted. Might be a psychiatrist you would for the rest know of your a life, lot of different but. stuff about that event that night. I, there's I you I'll, would have to be the least curious person in the world to not know. All Only if you're going to allow it to dominate night. your life for the rest of it, and that's not the way I, I, mean. I think. Well, it, I don't think that they're meeting every. Well, we can week. psychoanalyze think, the characters. Think, but listen here, Big Dave. <laughs> Look, I don't. I don't think they're meeting every week. I think they meet once a year. Uh, I will agree with you. That the nurse thing is a bit interesting. Like, I don't know. Unnecessary, maybe. Um, but the three people who were, like, there, who lived near each other that experienced that, that makes total sense. Especially in a small town like that where people don't move away and they stay there their whole lives. It makes total but sense to me. But the entire city would not know the entire story so and be that's, whipped into this that's frenzy. That's where I'll agree with you, Period. is that people under the age of, like, 60... Yeah or 55 because that's roughly how old they would have to be if they were like seven in 1978 they would have been born in 1970 it's 2018 now so they'd be 58 um 59 ish uh i think i'm not good at math no no they'd be closer if they were born in 1970 they were born so 51 50 anyway yeah anyway (laughs) so uh wait if no anyway yeah uh I, I agree with you that for them to be able to whip up a bunch of people under 40 years old into a fervor to the, that degree over By that saying that evil quickly, dies tonight over and over and over again. Yeah, is a bit of a stretch. And I'll give you that it's kind of it can that that could be goofy. I, 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 I didn't I didn't have a hang up with that necessarily. I was already a little annoyed at the first 15 minutes being like backstory when I just wanted to jump straight in. Again, a preference thing. Yeah. Oh, the annoying Did, part was Hawkins Did, demonstrating the 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 doctor that stabbed him in 2018, uh, the 2018 yeah. film. The doctor yeah, yeah. that stabs him in the neck so that Michael Myers can do his thing that he does. Yeah, we did not need to see that scene. Very small point. We, yeah, it doesn't there. last very long though. Uh, yeah, so so you know, I think for me, I don't mind all of that building up on the previous film or the 1978 film 
I just think that it could have been done more effectively to where we're getting that information slowly over the course of the film. Maybe as Hawkins and Strode's relationship develops, we start getting backstory about him and slowly get all of the details of that night over and over again. And then when we finally find, you know, which is kind of how they do it, when we finally find out that, you know, he stopped Loomis from killing him is kind of towards the end. But Mm -hmm. the whole thing about that kid being bullied, like whatever I could take or leave that it didn't do enough to the story personally for me to, you know, need that entire five minutes that they spend there. Um, Seeing him chase Michael down an alley only to not find him. I didn't need that five minutes there. Mm. Uh, It didn't really add enough to me to justify it's, place in the runtime um i think this movie would have been good at a tight like 85 90 minutes and so there's probably 10 or 15 superfluous minutes of this movie um and again it's like all preference stuff because at the end of the day it was fun like i had fun watching (laughs) it that's the thing i had fun watching it but the second that anybody started asking me questions once we got out of the theater about it i was like yeah yeah I guess I guess this yeah, maybe I I, I think uh, I'm I'm more comfortable defending it than 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 you are and and I think I liked it the most which I guess isn't that surprising. Uh, no, I'm really looking forward to the sequel. I enjoyed uh, it was a great yeah, day at the movie. I'm still movies. going to see the sequel opening weekend. I had my junior <laughs> mints, I had my small popcorn, I had my big beverage. You went to Century? No, I went <laughs> Dude, I went to the theater. You went to has, I movies, went to cetera, I went to the or? Rat Theater. Oh. And, and listen to me. How that place is open boggles the mind. Yeah. AMC don't give a shit about where we live. <laughs> that's the theater that they're going to put out there yeah. where you can literally spend money. It was a mess. Wow. Now, but, the, but, the, but, the, but the picture quality and sound quality were fine. And I guess oh, at good. the end of the day, it's all that matters. Hey, I mean, they got Popcorn that. Was, fine. was AC on? It was a little stuffy. <laughs> that's a big bill. That's a lot of cubic oh footage. Gosh. It is. Wow. It, is it, it is a pretty stuffy theater. <laughs> Uh, Sads to the ambiance of a horror film. Sure, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to uh, see that for a Pixar movie. I want to be nice and cool and comfortable. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All right. So, we're way off base here. So, so, David, did you like this beer more than the rest of us? Uh, I, I don't know if I did. I I, I liked it okay. Um, I, I want to taste more Jolly Pumpkin now. This is my first one. Okay. This is I've also had, my first one. I've had one. some Jolly Pumpkin in the past, and I've liked it. And, mm-hmm. they, and they are good. And, Joe, you're right to put them in the same you know, group as Jester King and, and, and other great sort of wild and sour ale fermenters. I, you know, it's not that I don't like it, but I was wanting it to grow on me as I drank it, and instead it kind of died out on me. And I don't know what exactly... I All I can say is that as I started, it, it seemed like it was going to be more of a journey in the glass, drinking through and tasting different things and as it went it became more and more dominated by the sourness and i just ended up kind of feeling like it was a flat experience does it bother anybody that it was bottled in september of 2019 not really Uh, for a for a barrel kind of sour 11.8 percent i mean and there's flavor there it's not like it's totally Mm -hmm. what do i'm but I don't want to dominate. What do you? What did you guys think? Well, I, did you? I liked it. I think okay, good, good. I think that maybe that time that it's had sitting helped some of the barrelness mm. taper yeah, off into a, a more acceptable. I, I got just the right amount of it for me. Yeah. Um, if if it was a, any more like super boozy, like barrelly, yeah. uh, from that aging, it, with the sour 
at, you know, being a sour beer, it might have been kind of just too many things hitting you at the same time. Yeah. With it mellowed out a little bit. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Candy pecans, truffles, sugar plums, and spice fruit cake. I mean, uh, I don't get all it that. It was adjunct. <laughs> it was adjunct light, and it was sour forward. Yeah. The eleven point. It didn't have that stuff in it, though, did it? No, no. It's just. It's that, just, it's just see, this is that's before quote, people notes. would actually crush cookies into beers. They mm-hmm. would occasionally talk about things being evoked by. The, the it's like it's like with coffee, yeah. You get notes yes. of this and that. Or, it's or notes wine, of those you things, know, yeah. wine like berries. We don't actually put blackberries in wine, but people will often say they yeah. get it. But it's, it's this it's is o- a very playful, delicate. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's oak aged and it's also bourbon barrel. I mean, there's aged. some of that in there. In the beginning, I was definitely getting like a little bit of like a toffee kind of fig, mm-hmm. that you know, dark fruit kind mm-hmm. of. It, I that was definitely there. We have said, because our sour ale stock is up over the last, I don't know, six, seven weeks. We've enjoyed several of those. Might go up a little bit more here pretty soon. Fantastic. I'm not averse. Um, Big Carlos. But I will tell you that um, those beers, I believe, I mean, my recollection is that I said I needed a couple sips just to change from whatever style we were, and then it grew on me. Yeah, I had the same happen. exact experience, David. This was diminishing as I went. Yeah, that first sip was like woof, and there's yeah. the jaw hinge, and there's some some flavor. But as it warmed, as we as the conversation in here heated up, <laughs> um, I, I I felt like it, it, the the last sip wasn't as good yeah. as the first. Which, but at the same time, I would maybe buy this again and as i say i'm looking forward to maybe going back to the liquor store liquid town here in town and getting some more of this jolly pumpkin because they had like i said 20 or so things to choose from well i I definitely recommend trying more and i and i will go try more in the near future too because they do a lot of different things and a lot of very quality things yeah and and this is by no means a miss but it is just uh maybe not as big of a win as i would have liked. i think it was six or seven dollars for each of these 12 ounce bottles so not bad for 11.8 yeah not bad well folks this is our new release all horror october episode we've just covered halloween kills what possibly could we be looking at in the second half uh because not a whole lot is coming out in october uh horror wise But, you know, there was something just a little ways in the past that we're going to touch on here when we get back. And we're back! Wow. I can't wait to drink this beer. Well, Welcome yeah. to the second half of your penultimate all horror Halloween episode of Beer in a Movie. Uh, we are getting straight into it. Joe has already poured his beer. Uh, we have got here one that um, David has been holding on to us for. Uh, Quite Throughout a while. these prior episodes, because yeah. knowing it was on deck, when knowing we it was it. on deck when we yeah. needed it, so we got from Fourth Tap Brewing Cooperative. Uh, they are based in Austin, Texas. They are vegan friendly, and this is a their a nice ha- brewery, ha- haunted ever, house pumpkin ale. 
good it's tap a, it's a good brewery from what david says it's it's a good tap room i've, I've been there a couple times when i've been in town um but I've not had this, and I haven't had their beers for a little while, even though we do get them down I don't down see here. an ABV in here. I think they're the ones yeah. that did that Black Pumas beer. Right? I was just trying to look that up, and I'm getting hung up here, not getting the response I need. Um, because it does not have a- ABV on the can. It describes itself as the 13th floor haunted house pumpkin ale, which this will be our first pumpkin ale uh, this, this season, right? Am I right? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not off mic, but certainly on mic. And well, I don't know. I'm gonna have to uh, get back to us all with the with the details here. Once we can I hit that at the end, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna get mine cracked open, get mine in my glass, because we're gonna be talking about maybe on your pants, maybe on my pants. Let's <laughs> okay, hope try not. to keep it in the glass, David. I will do my best. Um, I don't want to synopsize malignant. Okay. I don't want to. I'm asking that I don't have that task, but I, can I, do it. I, I in the <laughs> in the day of looking at new release horror. Yeah. I did want to if y'all will indulge me. No. Look at James Wan's filmography because it was only 23 episodes ago, episode 143 that we was 23 weeks ago Spiral came out. Yeah. Because that was our film and then we decided to pair it with the original Saw. True. From 2004. Um, since then, and I'll, I'm going to highlight it, six years later, he did Insidious. Now, this is one of my son's favorite horror movies. He bought it for me on DVD for Christmas or something uh, a year yeah, or two later. it was a big deal. 2013, he released two films as director, The Conjuring, another billion-dollar franchise. Also a big deal. Insidious Chapter 2. 2015, Furious 7. Huh? Yep. Okay. Conjuring 2, the next year... Aquaman the next year, mm-hmm. another billion dollar franchise, and that's his next release in 2022, Aquaman and the, and the uh, Lost Kingdom. But back to horror, uh, the, con- the Conjuring 2, I said, okay, Annabelle Comes Home, a Conjuring story, The Conjuring, The Devil he Made directed? Me. He directed? He produced that okay. and has a story credit. Okay. The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It last year. Directed. I'm sorry, this year. Directed or produced? Produced, story, okay. and now he's... Story, produced, and directed, Malignant. Now, I bring all that up just to say that in the modern horror era, you cannot ignore this man. No one is... Not even horror, just the modern movie making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, with, but, with Aquaman and his other yeah, thing. But yeah, you're absolutely correct. But especially with Curious. horror, I mean, he is a tour de force as far as like incredibly se- successful franchises. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're t- Conjuring and Insidious... Right next to like Purge and Paranormal Activity are like the biggest yeah. horror franchise, specifically Conjuring. More so, I feel. I'm gonna say the Conjuring the don't deserve years. it. Not the first film. That's the only one I saw. The I first would... one was great. Yeah, it was good. Mm. It wasn't uh, particularly frightening, mm. but it was yeah. a good, entertaining, like suspenseful. But here's what I like about kind it. of film. Here's what I like about it. Original thought. It's not re, re- go- going back to the same franchise over and over again. In fact, yeah. The original Saw is the only one that his name is on as a director. He could have done Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4. He could have made a ton of money and just milked that franchise to death. I think he did a wise thing by passing it on for other people to do some interpretations and direction. Yeah, and still get those producer credits and cash those checks. But but here we are now with another original property. And that's what I admire about James Wan. Original properties that can get on screen and make a lot of money. Which is one of the reasons I feel like this movie... 
was worth talking about and definitely worth seeing, especially also because it was on HBO Max, so you didn't even need to go to a theater to see it if you're an HBO Max subscriber. You could just pop it on at home one night and mm. see, you know. Yeah, that was one of those weird hybrid deals where uh, it was on for 31 days on streaming and yeah. then went away, and it's still at the theaters today. Yeah. Uh, so, so Halloween tries kills to figure was- it out. Halloween you Kills know, was also on Peacock, but not as popular. Yeah, people wanted to go service. to the theater to see the their, get their Michael Myers fix. Yeah, well, that that's I do know people that watched on Peacock. But. That's not untrue, but uh, but uh, I'm just saying that it didn't hinder its success. But it is an established uh, property, so very yeah, legendary property. Um, do I am I synopsizing? Yeah, well, I can do go it. Nuts. I can synopsize it. Yeah, try. Um, <laughs> try. <laughs> It's a quick one. Okay. It's a quick one. Um, I mean, it, it tries to build suspense yeah. to hide the. There's the a lot core of twists, of turns. Yeah. There's a lot of B plot. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah there's, sure. There's Go some for twisty it. turny. Um, a girl begins to have visions of murders that are actually taking place, and she believes it to be her past imaginary friend named Gabriel. Gabriel. The character's Madison. Yeah. That's the plot of the movie. Wait, name Drop Dead Fred. Did I watch the wrong fucking movie? <laughs> if you watch Drop Dead no, Fred, you watched a much more horrific film than me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the plot of the movie. I mean, there's obviously more to it. Like, you know, we... She's uh, in an abusive relationship. We meet she's this girl in an abusive relationship. She's pregnant. She loses this baby. Um, he slams her head. The husband slams her head against the wall, which induces a sure, miscarriage. He, her fourth miscarriage. I don't know if that's what induced it, but uh, she has a history of having miscarriages. Um, we find out that she was adopted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we learn more about that. Um, you know, there, <laughs> James Wan's wife... Uh, plays an obsessed forensics person uh, who's like in love with our main detective and everybody knows it and she plays it up very... Oh, I didn't know that was his wife. I'm pretty sure that it is. Uh, Maybe you want to fact check me on that, but I I think I'm right about that. Um, And yeah, so that's that's the plot of this film. Now, what you're watching... Or at least what I feel you're watching this film for is the twist. Like, there is a reveal in this movie that is what makes it worth watching. Um, and everyone knows we're a spoiler podcast, but I would suggest so you that will, you do not listen to what we're about to talk about if, if you, you want to watch this movie. If you have not seen Malignant yet, pause this podcast, yeah. get on Vandango, buy your movie ticket, go see it right now. <laughs> As soon as you get out of the theater, press play again and continue the rest of this conversation. We'll give you three seconds and go. Here we go. So we see this shadowy figure that's committing these murders at a certain point and it moves in weird ways. It looks weird. It's this cloaked, long haired figure that lives in some secluded place where it's fashioning weapons out of awards that doctors have won that you know what was it like excellence in surgery or something like that like, uh, <laughs> that sounds right. this figure uh, the, to call it double jointed is is not even like good yeah, enough it, reverse joint it, it, mo- it moves in a monstrous way yeah and, and it, it does adds, parkour like no one else yes uh yeah that's true um this monster straight out of 2008 just like obsessed with parkour and murder uh, I guess the essential question but it's seeking revenge um, there's a great chase scene with one of the detectives and 
this creature mm-hmm. person thing, whatever it is. Um, and sure enough, it is our main character, but it's not our main character who has what you would expect, which is like some kind of multiple personality disorder or something like that. It is the parasitic twin that lives in the back of our main character's head. And it, so obvious you should have seen it coming. Everybody knows about the parasitic twin Everybody twist. Everybody knows. Screenwriting 101. Actually, yes. talk to Stephen King about it with Dark the half. Dark Half. Yeah. But, you know, One of his the, worst it is, it is a trope. It is a trope that's happened If you go before, before. talk to the guy from Adaptation who gives the screenwriting <laughs> seminars, he will tell you McGee. the oldest... Yeah, McGee. The oldest trick in the book is the parasitic twin on the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah, every that, time. Contro- that takes over control and uh, uses her body as the killing machine. Yes. Yeah. Not yeah. only that, but when she was young, it was a full fucking force quato from uh, uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. There was a body. There were legs yeah. and arms and a face. Yeah, and they removed it all. And they videotaped except, it all. Thank except. God. But they yeah. they couldn't without killing her. They couldn't remove because they shared brain. a brain. Yeah, they shared a brain. So, what these miscarriages have been all along is the brain getting stronger Gabriel by uh, what do you call it? Not consuming, although that would be probably accurate. But um, feeding, uh, absorbing. Yeah, yeah. The, the life. Yeah, the life force uh, from the, the, the unborn, unborn children. Fetuses. So unborn fetuses. So. There's a fucking lot going on in here. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of visual play with you already talked about the the way that the that the killer quote unquote yeah. moved and was able to move. Uh, Tur- turns out was living in her attic the can, whole time. Can control electricity. Yeah, uh, and television. Something that and, never is quite fully. No, nope, nope, uh, no, don't need to explain. Right, it. right. Ex- but ex- they're from the beginning. Or they, they definitely pepper it throughout. Expound, expounded. But on, because she's so closely pants. linked to the murders, she can't help but be a suspect. So they put her ass in jail, and then she escapes from jail. And that I'm scene is worth the price of admission. That scene is worth the hour, whatever it was, to enjoy this thing. You said the word camp so it's, so it's earlier. So it's an hour and 50-something minutes, yeah. which I feel, again, like with Halloween, is maybe 15 or 20 minutes too long. A little padded with... Could have been uh, a tight 90. Yeah. Although, the the main critique that I've heard about this movie is that the first, like, 75 to 90 minutes is kind of a bore. It's a slog. Yeah. And you find out the twist. Yeah, and, and then the movie's sprinting to the end. Yeah. And maybe this is because I just love horror, but I liked the first two thirds of this movie a lot because it's Mm. very atmospheric. It's very tonal. It's very moody. It's just creating this kind of vibe. And, you know, the whole time you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, who is this killer? I know there's a big twist. I know, especially if like me, you had seen so much talk about it on the internet about like you know whatever yeah you're waiting okay what is it gonna be it's not her because that would be too obvious so how what is the twist how are they gonna do it and so you're kind of you know the vibe that he creates is a good one i mean everything's very drab and dreary 
the house is creepy looking. There's the whole underground city of Seattle that they built on top of. Like there's all these little things that kind of make everything a little uneasy and you're looking for clues as to what the twist is going to be. And that's like enjoyable to me. And so I'm for people that are horror fans that found it boring for the first 90 minutes. I just ask you, why do you like horror? I found that odd. What'd you think? Uh, yeah. oh. I, mean, I just didn't really care about this movie ah. that much. I, ah. I guess I did get bored in the I first two thirds. I never know what thirds. the fuck's gonna happen when we walk through this door. I, I, I never know. You I know, I I wish I understood what it was that appealed to everybody and every single thing that appealed to every single person. But the reality is, is that sometimes you connect with the material, sometimes you don't, and. It may have been watching this at home on a small screen. It may have been the Did mood I was in. Did it hit you close in. to home? The de- <laughs> Do you have a parasitic twin? No. Uh, it, 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 it may have been the time <laughs> the time of day. Whatever it was, I just did you did watch not... it in the light of day. No, at night. But the, uh, the I, I watched it at night. We turned all the lights off. Yeah. Ooh, I watched. I watched it alone on the farm. And uh, okay, so the movie starts with this flashback scene that is horribly acted. And horribly, horrible we must dialogue. the cancer. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. And then it quickly kind of shifts tone into the modern day you know, yeah. now and, and, yeah. and what the girl's plight is. And, and, the, and the opening sequence tells you what the twist is, kind of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think this is a film that gets... If, I if think you I'm, knew what to pay attention to, Yeah, this I guess. is a film yeah. that um, rewards a second viewing. I would, yeah. I would imagine. I have not given it that second viewing and I will whenever it comes back on streaming again which it will this movie is a this movie is doing something that I think modern audiences do not appreciate and that is camp for the sake of camp going full balls out yeah. let's throw every goddamn idea that I have onto the screen and see how it comes out cuz fuck it cuz by the time it gets to that twist I'm James fucking Wan and then that she just like okay, so she's performing the murders, but uh, but the unknowingly but she's unknowingly, out. yeah, because the brain, the the parasitic twin's brain has the ability to control what she sees, everything that the senses would would be able to create, what that, you see, what you hear, what yeah. you smell, what you taste, and that's why the back of her head is always bleeding because it literally opens up to reveal Gabriel and <laughs> right. then closes back up again, <laughs> right. It, right, which didn't that get kind of initiated by her getting her head whacked against right, the wall? That's so where awoke right. him. Yeah, 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 yeah awoke yeah. him up. And um, I mean, yeah, it's genius screenwriting when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, here's the thing: if you can go with it, and I did, yeah, it's enjoyable as hell. I I had so much fun watching this, and it wasn't until it, it all came together for me that I realized. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying the hell out of this thing. And if it yeah. wasn't so late when it ended, I might have started it again, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I had a more fulfilling experience with this than I did with Halloween Kills. I also like this movie in part because I... It's giving you things to think about minimally. I guess, but what are but, you thinking about? See, but see, the construct of the universe. I mean, that's it. I mean, the construct uh, of the universe, and does it, it make gives, sense? Yeah, and, it gives you things to think about as far as the movie within itself and the no, like I, events I, that take place therein. It's not. 
It's fucking aiming, dumb. It's not aiming that's, for any social commentary. It's exactly. really fucking stupid. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's and maybe that's just it. Maybe I'm more willing to give horror films a pass when they are playing around a little bit with social commentary. Maybe too much because I'll agree that I. It's not like I think Halloween Kills is super sharp in its social commentary. I mean, well, it's Joe very heavy-handed. It, 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 it is in ways. It fumbles it in making in ways, a great but, point. But I think it's it's doing some. But at least it's making an attempt and it's kind of doing it in this franchise that sure. hasn't really played around with that as much. So so I'll give for them me, credit for f- that. The, Malignant, I just, I couldn't, like I said, the first two thirds of it, at least I couldn't really feel any momentum to it. It felt like a slog. It felt like I was watching like a shitty warmed over version of CSI or NCIS or something. And yeah, CSI. The, well, good. I mean, good. the original at least. <laughs> it's camp. It's also camp. So I don't know. It, it just didn't pull me in. And then the twist comes. I don't and really love CSI. I was okay with the twist and i do actually i appreciate that it went so silly with it and i'm like okay that that's good like give me silly though then the the final like the and i'll be back yeah. the, the, that thing was so and i'll be ready for you yes it was, exactly it was very under the that, skin that, that like universe that they were under in. the skin yeah. oh oh you mean in terms of like this like the black box infinity kind of, room yeah. kind of yeah I see. <laughs> I'm like under the skin was a fuck ton subtler than this thing. Oh yeah, but okay. Under the skin is yeah. Very no, subtle. I meant more the hamminess of the and I'll be waiting. Oh, whatever no, that for line sure, is, for sure, for sure. and the way it was delivered, where I was oh, like, oh my god, set gosh. up for another Wannaverse uh, yeah. here for sure. <laughs> I mean, but great. believe me, I do not begrudge this man his success at all. Like he is a juggernaut and the fact that he's made the money for these studios that he has and he for d- himself uh, kudos yeah ha- you know in in this connected with enough audience that i think it seems like it'll be a little series for him i don't think it's going to be as big as conjuring no no i think the- this problem has a I think this film has a problem in how do you market this? Because A, you can't give any There's of gonna the secrets away. There's going to be a bunch of these people with parasitic twins. There's going to be like a whole... <laughs> the government was doing a program where they yeah. were working with parasitic twins. What was the big LSD thing? Uh, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Yeah. It's like MK Ultra. It, it will be. It'll be like the parasitic MK Ultra. twins would like really I think put actually, a jolt into the economy because you got to buy two DeVito, outfits. The new Danny DeVito, Arnold Schwarzenegger... Twins, twins revival yeah. is going to get pulled into this universe apparently and then we're going to get this third twin turns out that originally danny devito was on the back of arnold schwarzenegger's head yeah well they both have a parasitic twins that communicate <laughs> inside communicate of them and, 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 and they, they do crimes and they, and they give each other <laughs> high fives and it's cute uh, yeah i'd buy that action figure so i did like this movie i did but i had a problem i had one problem with it and the one problem that I had with it... The soundtrack? Was, no. Uh, the reason that... Uh, I did hate the Where Is My Mind interpolation, though. Yeah, I didn't that was like terrible. That. I hated it. No, the, um, the music in this in this film actually probably pushed me away the most throughout it I, most I didn't most I didn't think I didn't even think about it until that happened and I was like this is fucking where is my mind it, it was overdone um, and more effective than other times like there there were a couple pieces of effectiveness with that piece of music they did it a ton it though. was overdone um but the one the big problem the one problem I had with this and in the case of malignant being a completely original property first time this has existed you know whatever uh didn't bother me that it didn't ruin the movie for me i still enjoyed it 
Um, but it also is a similar problem that I had with Halloween Kills, whereas that being an established property, dealing with an established character with an established like personality, where it did bother me, is the John Wickification of cinema. Oh, uh, Everything visual is, is representation. John Wick. Yeah. Specifically, like in horror, I feel now. Not everything needs to be a big fucking brawl where somebody's fighting 25 people at one time and yeah. doing it all effortlessly. You know, like the reason there's a there's a really good little documentary thing on Netflix right now called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. Oh, okay. Mm. That Rob Lowe hosts, and it's got uh, ding, ding, ding for all you beer and movie trivia players out there. It's got Amy Nicholson in it. It's got uh, Florence Pugh in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of like good As talking, talking heads. head okay. people. Um, and they talk about like I think it's like the Army of One or maybe the Maverick Cop or something. But they talk about Jackie Chan, and the reason why Jackie Chan was so successful was because he was the first kind of action star person that uh, like got his ass whooped a bunch you know and so like watching him fight a bunch of people is cool because he's getting his ass kicked during it obviously eventually he wins but there's some kind of stakes there where he's actually he'll wince when he's getting hurt and he's getting hit and it's not so effortless for him like there's like a overcoming of an obstacle whereas with michael myers and halloween kills even at the end, after he's been shot seventy-five times and stabbed, you know, Kate, however many gunpowder milkshake recently, you uh, see it again and again. And again. You know, it's yeah. just so easy for him, and it's so easy for Malignant or Gabriel or whatever you want to call him in this movie to like massacre an entire police precinct, and it's just not that fun after a while it's two people putting their heads together they could probably overcome anything <laughs> well one of <laughs> come on that was great that was yeah, it was good that's good but it it it's just not that fun after a while it's it's i hear it's fun enough from. it's fun enough in john wick because that's the universe and like you know that's how yeah. that those films have always been and when i go into a john wick movie i know okay i'm you know gonna, gonna get, get this you know whatever that's why you're there it's just for non-stop action especially in those movies there's little in the way of plot you're just there for action but when i'm in a horror movie i'm not there for action i'm there for suspense i'm there to be made anxious i'm there to i want like to be unknowingly biting my nails and on the edge of my seat and I want my stomach to be tensed up because I'm uncomfortable because there are stakes and there's you know suspense and there's some kind of you know I'm not really ever like scared by horror movies but I'm I'm made uncomfortable but you, you know? liked the movie are we watching you downgrade it live right now well no I liked it and I'm uh-huh. saying in the context of this film in the context of malignant specifically I can I guess go with it a little bit because the twist is so absurd and the movie itself is so absurd yeah. that by the time you get to that point of it, I'm just like, all right, fuck it. Who gives a shit? You know, but, but it did bother me in Halloween kills because that's a character and a villain that we know for stalking one by one, picking these people off, isolating them. And that's his vibe. That's his, the way that he does things. And I do agree that after 12 films, you have to up the stakes, but you do that by doing the fluorescent light kill. You know, that's still or, in line or with advancing the way... character, which they really did try to do in Halloween Kills. Yes, and I liked that part Michael of it. Michael Myers' character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I like that part of it, and I know it's going to pay off in the next film, which we've talked about already, mm-hmm. but the firefighter scene, the scene with the mob at the end, like how effortlessly he does it is off-putting to me, 
and it I and again with Halloween Kills like I still liked that movie I still had fun watching that movie but I liked it I didn't love it I gave and, I gave that thought and I came to the conclusion that Michael Myers succeeds there because he doesn't mind and actually relishes killing and he's up against a bunch of people that are doing it out of some kind of requirement but they're out of their element in doing so but I, I we're not talking about Halloween Kills now so I don't want to get too bogged <laughs> no, down for sure. but but, but you know, the thing that I think really pairs these films together, other than them just being horror movies, is what I call the John Wickification of cinema. Hmm. And that's my take on that. I hear you. I, I think there's different degrees. I, I don't think Halloween Kills overuses it. I don't even think Malignant, really. Although I, I there's see, that one highlighted I, scene. I, I, yeah. I, I the see, police precinct scene is I see the wild. One, but I enjoyed the <laughs> shit out of it. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. But again, we're talking about a film that could not be less serious by the end of oh god no (laughs) no and that's what i was going to say is that hollywood has trouble marketing that kind of movie and it's especially with a movie where the whole payoff is the twist it's hard to market yeah but and there will be twists in the sequel what would they what would they be fight club the the thing is the twist how do you market the twist you know like you can't tell people that that's about to happen you know people start you market that with brad pitt shirtless that's of course period i mean that'll put fans in the stands Uh, meatloaf meatloaf not topless in that (laughs) although yeah don't underestimate the drawing power of meatloaf yeah (laughs) uh but but anyway i i just that's a title (laughs) it's too long a title um (laughs) But anyway, I so yeah, that's that's so it sounds like that's it's two against that's, one that's here. That's my feelings on that. I think we all three enjoyed Halloween Kills, maybe some of us more than others. But I mean, pretty we all, decent I, week I, at the movies. I think that if we were individually reviewers on the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate, we would all three come out fresh on Halloween Kills. Depends. Very, if very. You, if you went, if fresh. you stayed at that six, I think you're right. But you went to five there for a minute. I, I'm at a six. Okay. I'm at a six. I mean, <laughs> he said to give it the red tomato. If we're talking on a scale of five stars, yeah. there's no way I'm going lower than three. So that means do okay. the math. I'm at okay. a six. All right. Um, yeah. So we're all positive on on, on but Halloween. You're kills. not coming out. You're you're rotten on Malik. No, I I probably would give it like a four or a five on that wow. ten point scale. That's okay, kind of so, where I'm. So rested. that's rotten. Like I don't I don't feel like it was a total waste of my time. <laughs> but he thought it was a little bit. But of But I waste thought of it was a little bit of a waste of my time. Yeah, it was just I don't know. I know there's better movies out there for me. You didn't me. appreciate them. I mean, they swung for the fences with that twist. You gotta appreciate I, the boldness. W- once it went there, I did. I did. Yeah. Like that was the part that, like, it, before then, it would have been a two or a three. Let's let's put it that way. Like it's it, just it, it, it crazy it earned itself a little bit, and maybe the sequels will uh, get crazy, crazy. You know, like crazy on top of crazy, and I'll like them more. David That's possible. dislikes films so infrequently that I just don't even know what to say, do, or think right but now. But when he does, it's like barely yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna trash this film and say that it's if totally i garbage. if i gave the review that david two. just gave people would be like wow carlos kind of like that movie <laughs> there you go well, well did anyone from kind of like this pumpkin ale our first one of the season that's Four a no ta- that's a no for me dog yeah <laughs> i did not care for it i was okay with it 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 it's what fine. I like about it is that it is not leaning into that pumpkin spice element that I feel like dominates pumpkin beers. If- I saw a recipe in my like it was on a, it was an Instagram ad from Contro. Oh yeah, pumpkin spice margarita. Sure, burn that. Yeah, 
Pumpkin literally it was, the recipe. It was on a social media ad. It was on Instagram. Burn the device. Literally, Get, the recipe yeah. was exactly the same as a normal margarita, but you just add pumpkin puree and pumpkin spice. Oh, yeah. with pumpkin lime spice too? toilet paper Lemon, this time of year. Oh my god! Uh, and honey instead of like agave. Jesus yeah. no, okay. No, no yeah. well, that's an, an abomination. act against God. <laughs> that's an abomination, and that's I'm David not doesn't a, even like margaritas in the first place. <laughs> no, not generally. I mean, they're okay, just not. Don't no, the point was, it. I do not keep the ingredients on hand I, I cannot commit to always having margarita ingredients but I do enjoy them occasionally when they come up this pumpkin beer I, I rarely drink pumpkin beers beer. no that was the I'm exact, just kidding I'm just kidding the exact combo we had the the pumpkin beer thing is not mine no. but often it is the spice profile that mm-hmm. turns me off it's just so cloying and kind of that and this doesn't have that no, in a bold way. It's a much subtler. I think they're actually aiming for something that's more along the lines of like what would historically have been a pumpkin beer, where it's using pumpkin as an ingredient. And I kind of like it. I mean, it to me, it's just it, you could give this to me, and I would think it was an amber or maybe even a red ale yeah. or something. And it's totally drinkable, um, subtle enough, but not totally flavorless i don't know it was it was a fine beer to drink that adjunct industry the the pickle craze the pumpkin craze that we go through every single year this time of year i i I don't like i don't don't, there are certain adjuncts cherry carlos we've talked about it ad nauseum on this show where certain types of cherry the way it's used just does not connect with your especially palate. in a darker beer right yeah, yeah. gets medicinal uh, the, the pumpkin thing i'll do it every year as like a tip to the industry if we did uh, saint arnold's which is our kind of regionally well-known pumpkinator they put it out every year we've done it yeah uh if we did that again this year though mm-hmm. in some kind of annual homage to mm-hmm. uh, that part of the industry i would be on board with uh with giving it a try i felt that the absence of that spice profile david though is this beer's biggest problem in that oh. it's not th- th- there isn't a lot of cushion of other flavor mm. to, to take up for what you're expecting to get from what the can's suggesting that you're going to mm-hmm. there's a dull kind of thud of vacancy of flavor in this beer for me <laughs> um i i i'd like vacancy to think that um fourth taps you know Maybe that's is, the name is for doing the episode, other things. Flavor. But their pumpkin entry did not do it for me at all. No. Well, it, it, this isn't one that's burning up the charts for me that I'm going to be keeping in the fridge or anything. Mm-hmm. But I think for those who like pumpkin beers, it would be a, a good one to They'd include. probably in, enjoy it more in, than I did. Yeah, and, and the beers that you're trying this sure. season. Um, good, cool can art. I kind of. I, I don't hate that. it. Yeah, it's not yeah. F fourth tap or anything close to that. In right. fact, I, I, but uh, pumpkin beers aren't your thing. No, they're yeah. not my jam. Yeah. Well, and pumpkin jam I would never put on toast. <laughs> the the jam that we're in here is that we have one more episode in all horror October. Now what are That's we doing? Because I have no clue. We don't know. Okay. We don't know. We've talked. We've talked. It's not that we don't have ideas percolating. Personally, I don't remember any point of our conversation getting to a point where I would be like, okay, we talked about these things, but yeah. I think this is the one that we're probably well, going to do. We've talked themes, not titles. I, yeah, I have no idea. So this is an occurrence where... We have nothing to tease you with. Um, I'm very sorry about that. Um, but just 
hold on to your butts because the last week, I mean, you <laughs> Got know. some work to do is what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. Maybe we'll talk about it a little bit on After Hours. We can finally talk about the Ted Lasso. I don't know. Did it, David, did you see the series no. finale? Motherfucker. Mother <laughs> anyway. for After Hours, guys. Come anyway, on. Anyway. Uh, we're trying uh, to tease people with something. The great thing. Oh, I have lots of good stuff. The okay. great thing about Anybody seen a Velvet Underground documentary lately? Oh, I forgot that came out. Yeah. Um, the great thing about this podcast is the conversation does not end when the episode ends. It continues on Never. all of your favorite social media channels. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Beer Movie Show, Instagram at Beer and a Movie, Facebook.com slash Beer and a Movie TX. Beer and a Movie Podcast.com is where you can find a link to uh, listen to all of our past episodes as well as this fantastic map that has all of the beers and breweries from all of the different states and countries that we have enjoyed here on this show. Uh, also check out patreon.com slash beer and movie podcast. That is what we are referencing when we talk about our after hours episodes. It's $5 a month. Very much helps to support the show to keep, uh, our equipment top of the line, uh, to keep the beers coming in, all of that kind of stuff. Like I said, $5 a month, you get a bonus episode every single week. And you also get opportunities to help us program, uh, our episodes like we did this month for all horror October with mm-hmm. last week's episode. Uh, and we're always trying to figure out more ways to keep interacting with the Patreon people because it's a ton of fun over there. Uh, we talk about beer, we talk about movies, we talk about a ton of other stuff as well, TV, general life stuff. Uh, we'll probably talk about the absolutely disastrous week that I had last week. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. That but, map um, that you talk about every week, Carlos, if you go to beerinamoviepodcast.com, there's a map there. We, we, we need more Nevada. We need more Utah. We need <laughs> everything north. I mean, all that whole area that's not densely populated. I yeah. still, we, that, that is an underserved part of the country for our purposes. Yeah, Wyoming, the Dakotas, all that kind of stuff. We don't get a ton of. Um, DM us, send us some beer. We'll yeah, probably hit you back. For sure. For sure. Um, another controversial, not really controversial, uh, but hot, <laughs> but hotly debated episode of Beer in a Movie. Another terrifying episode of Beer in a Movie. Uh, until next time. Run, go home now before he kills us all. Get out of here, run. <laughs>